we yeah, achieve think, something great I and anything yeah, less. You, is it struggle with shoot, Jesse? Go on. Yeah, listen, I, I hear everyone, what everyone's saying and um, I, I understand where they're coming from. I'm looking at it from a different perspective because I think, mm. where do you, why do we always have to look to the Western world to support us? In terms of the thing about educating the black people with finances, I think it's very important. But why do we have to look to the government yep. to teach us that? But I think the reality is that we have this mentality that in order for us to prosper, the white man has to show us the way, or the white man mm. has to us it. Mm. We have so many skills within us. We have so much talent within us. And I think we have to educate ourselves. So I think as much as we want support from the government, I think the government can support it, but we ourselves, there's things amongst black people we have to deal with. I think we've been bruised, we've been, the Bible says the devil came to steal, to kill and destroy. Because I think yeah. that's black people for generations. So I think we've had so much pain that we have to deal with those issues amongst ourselves and we can't always rely on on the government or the western government in order for solutions i think if, if, i think black people need to educate ourselves i think yeah. education is power because once we educate ourselves we take education like you said go to africa and then well, what's the uk who's the uk mm. take that, the, the, the mentality the education is over here in a western society take it to africa and build wealth from there we won't, we won't need they, they can keep the country we won't, we won't need what they have Literally, the, the value that we have in Africa, people don't even understand it. It's like, mad. We see these Chinese people, they see the, the opportunity in Africa. They come and have taken over, tell me of taking over Africa. They, do you know what I mean? So I feel like our generation, I think for, for me here, my parents were born in Ghana, they come over here and they tried their best to live a best life. They've done very well. Praise God for them. But it's up to me and my generation to learn and take it out to Africa. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where the raw materials are a lot of things. Trust me. In the Western world, the main thing they have is the capital markets. It's the, it's the um, financial industries. In terms of the, the raw things, the things that need to move, shape the world is in Africa. So I think for me, I get what you're saying that the information is there. There's this, there's this saying that people say, if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> put in a book. That is the biggest shade of the century. Whoa. No, no, wait. All right, no, all right, that's how you had that. <laughs> uh, no, I've heard it before. I've heard it before, but it just hit me again more now. I've heard it before, but I remember somebody saying, you know what you're talking about? That somebody just said it, and he just had it, he had it in the book. That's deep. That's deep. I've heard it before, but this hit me a bit harder. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's go into within our community. I love what you said, Jess. I think Jess is kind of kicked, kicked, kicked it off a bit. And Shabazz kind of touched on it in terms of educating financial the financial part of black i feel like the reason why black people we fail a lot i'm not saying everyone because we, we all have it the reason why we don't have a lot of this transfer of wealth and so forth and so forth there's so many reasons you can go back into slave are we they didn't have enough money to be able to start from the bottom but some of us I've, I, I, by, by the grace of God, are in a good places where we own properties and, and so forth and so forth. But we've been told within our own community, I'm not even talking about outside, now we're talking within now, that we've been so, within ourselves, we talk down so much about ourselves that we need to compensate it by spending, our spending what we have um, coming in. Because we need to feel so seen so important in the community we need to be the number one among the people that we will spend 600 pounds on the trains that when we actually earn a thousand pounds we will spend 500 pounds on a jacket impressing 
the people within your own community. Because I'll tell you now, that guy in Kenero is not going to walk past you and go, those are, that, those are pairs of Yeezys. So you now have people within poverty that's trying to impress within themselves, within, the, within, like, who we fooling when we're trying to drive, I don't know, a Range Rover on a KFC budget, or we're trying to uh, impress somebody. But So we love instant wealth. I'm not talking about illegal drugs and anything like that. We like instant gratification. And I don't know if that has come, up, uh, come from maybe being suppressed by the media or by everybody else that we feel like in order for us to be taken seriously, we need to wear the most important, we need to wear the most expensive things around the Gucci belt so that I'm, I'm not looked at like I'm poor or wear the, the, the chain or wear the most expensive Rolex watch or wear, and yeah. the people you that's richer or more prospering, you, you wouldn't really see them with Rolex or, or Gucci or, uh, to be honest with you, I've hardly seen Yeezys, Jordans with white kids. They might wear some other brands. A lot of the time, when I see 600 pounds, I see grown men posting on the Instagram, oh, this is my pair of Yeezys. And I'm thinking, oh, this is 600 pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I've got six of them. I'm thinking, bruv, that's 3,600 pounds of trainers. For who? For what? And that's what Michael Jordan said. Michael Jordan said, when I made the brand at the beginning, I, he said, he used this word, I created it for dumb white kid that will buy that will, that's willing to pay 300 pounds guess what we made michael jordan a billionaire because we are not that dumb kid that will pay 300 pounds for a trainers he made it initially for the upmarket um white kids to pay to buy it but so let's address that and we've probably got 15 minutes or so to be able to talk about this because of time so how are we as a people from within our own community bring uh a change of mentality into and be like the Japanese after the World War II, who were classified as a third world country, believe it or not. But they reformed the economy to be able to become now a, one of the number one, number of the top 10 or top 20 tourist places for people to go because they refused to be termed the third world. And but then they began to make things within their community to be able to create change that we can see today. As black people, how do we learn to plan 20 years in our head rather than buying a bunch of Jordan Yeezys? I'm not knocking anyone that's got it. If you've got, if you're earning 10,000 pounds per minute and you want to buy as many, as many Yeezys as you want, great. But if you're buying it on credit card and living in your mom's yard, then you're dumb. That's, that's literally the answer for that because you're not spending wisely and you're one of the reasons why as a community, we're not moving, uh, we're, not have, we're not developing a mentality where we can actually grow. Because guess what? If you bring 10 people together, five people together with 10,000 pounds each, you can own a franchise. You can own a KFC franchise. You can own Subways. Some people, <laughs> literally, you can own Subways. This is, how we can, this is how we can take over as a community. If 10 people come with 10,000 pounds, you approach Subway and go, can we have a restaurant? And they'll be like, yeah, we take care of everything else. We take percentage of this, 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 this. Do your terms and condition. 100,000 pounds is what you need to open a, a restaurant like Subway. Get 10 people that have ownership in it. Get it set up in the local community and begin to develop it. Guess what? After two or three years, the profit that's on top of it, flip it, open another one. 
And then open in Chelsea. Be that guy that's charging £10 in Chelsea. Make that coffee shop £20. They will pay for it. Once again, that's another idea of business. Two, three years, flip that. Within 10 years, you can own about five or six branches of Subways or KFC or whatever restaurants you want to have. Why? Because then your children growing up will know my dad is leaving the house for his business. Not to do three jobs or four jobs that at the end of the day, we, we, can you go on holiday? No, we can't afford it. But you've been working for four jobs. Does that make any sense? Could we have these? No, you can't have that. You have to go to shoe zone to shop. Why? But you've been doing four jobs. What is the difference that we are seeing? Our parents is paying doing four jobs, but we're not seeing the prosperity or the prosperity of this wealth. We're not seeing, I've never heard a black kid go, I inherited a house from my parents. Mm. I've never heard it. I've never heard a black kid go, my, parents, my mom gave me 60 grand for me to start my own property uh, portfolio or for me to start my own. Um, what you hear black parents go is, say is, go start your own one. I'm not going to help you. Go start from scratch. Does that make any sense? So, guys, that's my rant on that one. What do you guys think? What are the reformation that you think we need to see within the black community in order for us to, to progress forward? Yeah, I think um, it goes on from what Pastor Jalil said and what Pastor Brad said as well. I think what Pastor, and you, I think Pastor said it as well. I think education is the key. <clears throat> the, the issue is people define themselves and others by the type of products they consume. So yeah. I'm for my as a child, I was 10 years old. If a guy, another guy was following me and the trains were dead, automatically, by force, he's a waste man. Automatically, do you know what I mean? And I think it builds up in you, so automatically you define yourself by what you have. So all the things that you have basically equate you to be successful. I think education is to educate about how do you do your franchise, how do you do business, how do you have these different things. And I think Pastor Shabazz made an excellent point about where we are placed geographically because for example you live in a council estate and you see I don't know you're a young guy and you see this your role model is a drug dealer in the area mm. it's got flashy yeah. chain it's got money it's got a nice car and those different things well Michael you look after him and think you know this is my role model mm. who I want to be like so it almost creates this sort of cycle of this is the this these are the, the um roles in a society so I think where we are placed geographically has a big impact on the way we define success or define um, making it, if that makes sense. Or what you got to think. That's okay. good. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm totally, I'm a big believer of education, man. And my, one of my one of my pet thieves is, in the black community, you're only seen as successful when you buy a house outside the ends. Mm. So within the black community, it's like to be seen as successful or a success or to be known as someone that's made it, that's what they say, I've made it, is when you've now gotten yourself out the ends now the problem with that is the blueprint is meant to be i get up and i bring you up but what happens is when you have a mentality of i'm only going to make it when i come out the ends and when i separate myself from these people there's no the blueprint is do you get what i'm saying there's a there's a cutoff within the 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 the, the process so now everyone's going to start again everyone's having to start afresh everyone's having to start from new and one of my issues is with what i've looked at when uh, a black person is educated they don't want to offer what they have, not even for free, but for an affordable price within the black community. A lot of black people can't afford these £2,000 seminars and these £5,000 seminars and all these things where you're getting a wealth of knowledge. They can't afford things like that. They can barely even afford £15 a month. Mm. You know so my issue is, I remember when I was speaking to one of the barbers um, before and he said, as much as I'm, I, I know my skill set and I know what I should be charging, 
I have like one-on-one classes where I charge this and that amount, which is a lot of money. But then I don't want to now cut off the community that I've been called to by saying, okay, I'm, I'm cutting you out because I know you guys can't afford it. So I offer different, even if it's not, might not be the max of what I can give, it's a minimum, but I'm still offering you something that's going to add you value. And it's going to point you to the right direction where you can find out more sources. So I really feel like if you do make it, bro, don't be afraid to give something for cut price. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying you shouldn't know your value. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying you shouldn't charge high prices if if you're worth it. But I'm saying if you know that the black community has an issue, then make the sacrifice. Do you get what I'm saying? Make that sacrifice and say, you know what? For this community, I'm going to be able to, for this social geographic or something, if you're living in Peckham or if you have this certain um, amount or this is your economic class, then I'll offer it at an affordable price for you guys. Because otherwise, bro, no one's going to know. Do you get what I'm saying? That, what you just said about the franchises, I didn't know about that. Do you get what I'm saying? I didn't know it's 100K to start a franchise in Subway and KFC. A lot of people don't know about these things. And even now, there's a powerful thing that, um, that is going on right now which is academies. An oh. academy basically is literally, my sister works in academy now, like you can literally dictate what you're going to teach. Like I'm yeah. talking literally. Like they said to yeah. my sister the other day, like I want you to teach black history. Like to my, my sister started there, she's a, she's a trainee right now. She hasn't even finished one year. They said, yeah, we're going to introduce black history into the curriculum. We want you to nice. teach it. You got what I'm saying? But this is the things that we need to start buying into. We need to now say, like what you said about, okay, 10 people come together and let's buy a franchise. 10 people come together, let's build an academy. Do you get what I'm saying? Where we're going to focus on educating people about serious things, about financial literacy, about credit scores. And I love what Robert Kiyosaki says. He says, these teachers are false. Who, who in their right man, mind will take business advice from someone that doesn't have a business? Or someone that doesn't have a business? Yeah, that's what we do. Mm. These business teachers don't even have a business. And they teach us business. These geography teachers have never traveled the world. Yet they teach us geography. These historians, they don't even study history. Yet they teach us history. These, math, these teach, people that teach us math, they're not mathematicians, yet they teach us math. But no one right in their right mind will take business um, advice off somebody that doesn't, doesn't have a business. Mm. But yet, this is what we give to our kids. Hey, take business advice for someone that doesn't have a business. Take math advice for someone just, that just studied it in college. I'm not saying there's anything really wrong with it. Well, I am, kind of, to be honest with you. But we need to be, they need to be educated by people that are actually doing this on a day-to-day basis. I would love to see accountants coming into schools. I would love to see business owners coming into schools and giving them practical advice. Like no one leaves school knowing how to start a limited company. Nobody mm. leaves school knowing about company house. No one leaves school knowing about um, self-assessment tax returns and things like that. No one leaves school um, knowing about how to do tax avoidance or is it, what's it, is it tax avoidance? That's the right one. The legal, <laughs> the legal one. That's right? what you taught, you taught tax avoidance. <laughs> But you know what I'm like, no one, like, even look, if you look at the structure of the tax system in the UK, it's set yeah. up for people that have businesses. Yeah. It's set up for companies. It's set up for organizations. Like, if you look at it, bro, if you get over 50K, you get taxed, what, 40%, 45%. If you're a business owner, it's 20%. Do you get what I'm saying? No matter what, like, it's set up for you to be, a, your, like, the whole taxing system is set up to be a business owner. Why don't they teach us these things? Do you get what I'm saying? I just really feel like, we need to pump money in the right things. Like, first of all, we need to, like what you guys are saying, there needs to be a transfer of wealth. We need to acquire wealth for ourselves, but then invest it back into the community. Because if we make money and then we just think about ourselves, which is what a lot of people do, they're not thinking about the community. Or even if they, like, I feel like as much as it's important to invest money back home, I think money needs to be invested in this community as well here. Do you get what I'm saying? Everyone's mentality is like, yeah, I'm going to get money and then put it back home. Like, I get that. That's good. But what about the people that's going to put it here? Like, do you get what I'm saying? What's about people that's going to put in Brixton, in Peckham, in Tower Hamlets, in places like that? Do you get what I'm saying? Because 
Otherwise, it's going to be a vicious cycle continuing and continuing. So I think we need to put our money in the right places as well. I've, I really, I've, it's strong on my heart to build academies, build uh, organizations that are, are profitable, that are doing well, where you can hire uh, and employ different people as well and stuff like that. So that's what's on my heart, man. Um, education is key. Um, no, it's, it's really, really good. No, I really agree with that. I really agree with that. And I think one thing we need to learn as black people as well is learn to uplift each other mm. and learn to support each other. As well as, I love that, that you said in terms of being able to give within the community. But the funny thing is, if there's two shops on your road and one person is selling black um, chicken and is black, another person is Asian, black people will go to the Asian shop. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. That's why the Asian, even the Asian community sells more black items than black. Sure. Sense. They sell meat to us, they sell our hair care to us, they don't even use the same gel as us, but they sell it to us. Why? Because we ourselves don't empower our own shops. We don't spend money into our own businesses. We don't invest into businesses. We, like you said as well, we don't give the ideas about, okay, this is how you start a business. This is what you need to avoid. This is how you can make it. As, soon, as long as some of us make, get some of that money, we like to hide it. We don't like to share that knowledge. We don't like to share for another person to rise up. And it come back to this individualism kind of mindset where yeah. I get it to the top. I want to be the only person that drives a Merc, that drives a BMW. I'm at the top. There's only one room for one person at the top. But no, invite everyone to come to the table so that we can have that sense of ownership so that we can build for our generations. If we think like a community, just like the Jewish people do, that they build their own school, like you said, they've got their own shops. My, one of my tailors that I deal with He's, he's in a Jewish community in Stanford Hill. And when I talk to him, everything in that place is, is Jewish. The shop, the signs, it's like a whole new town completely. And it's one of those things that I said to myself, imagine as black people, we turn around in Hackney, we turn around in Peckham, and we get these youth that want to make money, but they don't know the ways to do it. And we get them into courses and classes and say, you know what, guys, this is free. For the next three to six months, I'm a business owner. I'm going to teach every 16 to 21-year-old how to make money, how to get to find, how to, how to trade, or how to uh, um, set up your... There's so many black people doing Amazon stuff. Why don't we find out how do they win the contracts to, 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 to get their delivery drivers? Sometimes you see the managers here that are telling you to deliver stuff. And you're saying to you, you don't even speak English. But yeah, at the same time, you're able to... How did you get a contract from Amazon? Why don't we teach about logistics? How do we start up logistics? How do we start up businesses? How do we start from scratch and let them see the result of what is to come? Not quick money. No one ever gets around their life with quick money. Everyone that gets quick money also loses it quickly. So I think in my personal opinion, and which is one of the um, things that I'm looking to do in the future, is to be able to give back into the communities, be able to teach people. Anyone that knows me know, I can talk forever about businesses and I can talk forever about educating people so that we can all eat. Because my grandma told me when I was very young, if you're the richest person in your group, then you are poor as well. Because then why? Everybody else in your village is poor and you're the only rich person, then you're, you live in a, in a poor village. So I've always had that in my mind. If I'm the only one progressing in my team, or in, in my, within my circle of my friends, then, every, then I'm bad. Then I'm, they're not I'm bad that I have a poor mindset, that I'm not a rich person because I'm not able to pull somebody else up and show them the print of how they can get rich. But mm. that's, that's, that's myself. So we need to pull each other up. We need to invest in our own bit. And being a black person, I'm tired of seeing it because I'm ranting. I see people buy black businesses and they think it's fake just because it's black. 
because, just because it's black, it's less or it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously there might be reason for that historically, but so but you know what? I think I think the tide is, the tide is turning. The tide is yeah. turning. Like yeah. on Twitter, if you go on Twitter now, like black owned businesses are the buzz. Like yeah. there was even uh, there's a black owned hair shop in East London in um, Forest Gate, and there was literally getting like thousands of retweets because like what you said, like Asian guys run it packs. Like you go in there, it's all Brazilian weave and all this. Yeah. Like you, got, it's got all the castor oil and the share butter and this that, and the other. And you see Asian man, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you got, and you're like, but you don't even, you don't even like, you don't even think twice to be honest with you. You just, it's just you're used to it. But mm. even me, like I, I get hair products a lot, so I was so excited when I saw that. And you got what I'm saying. But what drew me to them even more was the excellence that they had. They got all the products I need. They got like even like products that are. That are unusual. I messaged, I DM them. I said, "Hey, have you got this, these two products? I know they're not really that. Like certain shops have got them. They're like, yeah, yeah, we got them. I said, okay, fantastic. Because the issue is, we can't just be saying black owned businesses, black owned businesses, but then they're poor quality. Then mm, they're poor quality. I like that. Not every, not every business is like PNB. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Not every business is, has the excellence. Not every business has that standard. Not every business has that etiquette. So I think." If as much as we're saying black owned businesses, black owned business, black owned businesses, there needs to be a level of standard as well and excellence. And I don't mm -hmm. believe in supporting poor businesses, no matter what color I, you want. No I, what. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. that. <laughs> if, if your business ain't good, if your business don't add value, if your brand is dead, then I'm sorry, you could be the blackest of black. You can look like this right now. I don't care. No, <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, like if there's not a level of stand, like if there's not a standard, do you get what I'm saying? Like it has to be a good standard. And mm. I feel like as well, as much as I, I'm all about supporting black businesses, and I really, I even want to launch a campaign. Like I feel like just supporting black, like, only putting money into black owned business for like three days or something and see how that goes. I don't know how that how it would last to be honest with you. But um, I really believe that the standard of black businesses has to improve as well. But I think they are improving. They are improving for what I'm seeing. Um, but also, like, everyone's just doing... Not, it's not bad that everyone's doing the same thing, but let's think bigger. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, let's... Let, like, even, like, come into contact with you. Like, you enabled me to think bigger. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, I love what you said, like, giving back to the community because, like, even, like, organisations like this, like, Manifest, do you get what I'm saying? Where you have the opportunity to see big... Because unless somebody shows you, like, bro, you can, like, this is bigger than what you actually see. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, this is a lot bigger than what... I feel like black people say, okay, this is as far as I can go and that's it now. Like, I can set up a good hair company that makes tens of thousands a, a year, but I can't be a multi-millionaire. I can't be a billionaire. I can't mm. be a rich person, Bill Gates or anything like that. But I really believe that we need to expand our, our vision and expand what we see and expand what we believe about ourselves. But in order to do that, you have to come into contact with greatness. So mm. I believe that people like yourself and people that are doing great things, they need to be, we need to uplift that you guys. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, put you guys at the pedestal because, like, what you guys are doing, like, for our community, is your give you're giving your you're spreading hope. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you're enabling people to see like the, oh wow, I'm actually created for so much more than this. And this is what manifest is about. Letting you know that you're created for more than just a normal life, a mundane yeah. life. The Bible says in Revelation 5:10 that you are kings and priests to reign on the earth. So our responsibility right now is to reign on earth. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? So we are meant to reign as kings on earth. The Bible says have dominion over the earth. So that's what we are called to do. But what does dominion on the, like God didn't say have dominion over a community? over a city, over a nation, over the earth. Do you get what I'm saying? Over the whole wow. earth. So 
So if you're going to have dominion over the whole earth, if you're going to reign as a king over the whole earth, you must have the economic power. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to have economic backing. You must have, you must be a person of influence. But if you don't see yourself as God sees you, God doesn't just see you as someone that's just a small town. He sees you as a big town. Do you get what I'm saying? So we need to, in, we need to like organizations that manifest and other men's fellowship, and female fellowship that are doing great things. We need to uplift that. Do you get what I'm saying? Promote it, push it, push the people that are doing excellence and let them know like, listen, this is a black owned business. I even went to a, like a, a, there's a new shop on Myland Road. Um, it's actually like a burger joint. I went there and then the Asian guys said to me, hey, it's black owned, you know? I was like, is it? I was like, all right, it's good. But even like, I didn't even think about it. The brand, like everything was, like the branding was sick. Like everything was good. Like, you know, even just the, anyway, let me know. <laughs> but everything, like, everything, everything, but it was good. Like it was excellent. Do you get what I'm saying? It was nice. excellent. It was nice. Like I was, I was, I, I just, every time, you know when you drive past something so many times, you're just like, oh, you know what, let me just go in. I'm hungry now, so let me just try it. And it was like, yeah. it's black owned. And I was like, oh, wow, it's black owned. That's, that's, that's serious. But why am I having that response? Why am I surprised mm-hmm. it's a black owned? Do you get what I'm saying? Why am I actually thinking, like, oh, right. Like, is it because I haven't seen that level of, like, even if you go into barbershops, because that's, that's a lot of the black business owners that we know. Like, look at barbershops. Yeah. Go to Tony and Guy and then go to um, a, your, your local barbershop. Not, it's not, bro, Tony and Guy and Canadian Wolf is nuts. Even it's if you nuts. look at barbershops in, in America. Excellence. Do you get what I'm saying? Excellence. But if, if we have a black, black barbers don't think like that. They don't think I can have a shop like that. They're just happy to get their one little chair in the one little corner. And I think that's a black mentality thing. Do you get what I'm saying? We're not looking for excellence. We're not striving to, for customers. Even like when you look at Caribbean shops and African shops and some, like the stereotype is the customer service is really bad. Or exactly. even the hygiene of the shop is really bad. Do you get what I'm saying? Like things like that, like these things need to be improved. When I go to a boss man and get chicken and chips, he ain't gonna be rude to me. <laughs> no. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he's like shamming him down the road. He, like, he's very cool with me. Do you get what I'm saying? Always giving me extra wings. So, <laughs> <laughs> but even that though it's like customer service, it's true. You know what? I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, so probably only got a few minutes, but I agree with you. A black excellency. I will not post. I will not repost just because it's black. Um, and I'm gonna put my name on it. If it's not excellence, I am not supporting it because excellency doesn't cost you anything. It's about you putting extra effort in. And if you're not willing to put extra effort into it, then then you're, that, that is a reflection of your character. So it's true. Um, I, I agree with you on that one in terms of we need, we need to be more, we need to place a demand more on that one. Uh, so let's, guys, so let's wrap it up. Jesse, is there anything you want to add before we wrap it up for tonight? Yeah, I think so much has been said, but I think one of the key things that um just been repeated by everyone is education. So I think yes. let's walk away from this and just find out how we can educate ourselves and how we can move forward. I think what you said as well about um, black people looking for quick wins. And I think it links into business as well because they do want to get a quick win. So you don't, don't think about the excellence or the level of service. And what you're saying, I've, I've experienced myself, you go to a restaurant, the food is banging. But the customer service is dead. As in, you walk in the shop and you bad. It's bad. It's, bad. it's, bad. it's like they make you feel like it's a charity. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they pay me. Trust me. It's 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 so bad. It's like you walk in the shop, living hello, living a smile. But we do something. They'll see you walk in the shop and they'll continue to, when they finish. They'll come and serve you. Yeah, I think that's more of a problem. Let's, let's look for the solutions. I think, I, like Jadil said, I think things are changing. So praise God for that. But I think definitely, man, I think um, you got to teach people who they are. Because I think black people have lost their identity in terms of the the value that they have within themselves. Isn't it? And I think, uh, like I said before, the devil comes to still kill and destroy by deceiving people. And 
that the world deceived me to like hide the truth. People don't know who they really are in terms of the value that black people have as African Caribbeans. Black people have so much value. They need studies to be revealed, in it? And that's what Manifest is about. And like Jadil said, Scripture Romans 8 verse 19 says that the earth is eagerly waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Like God is, people are waiting for God's children to show who they really are. So I think in this, in this time is time has never been better. Let's educate ourselves, let's move forward and let's have a progressive mindset. And I think by God's grace, man, um, the future's looking bright. Amen to that. Awesome. So that is another episode wrap up for today. Um, we last week we spoke about the uh, problem uh, externally, but this week we'll focus a lot more on the solution that we could as, as a community, as especially as a black community, what we can do to progress. Look, if you listen to this on our podcast, share it with your friends, share the link, uh, discuss it within your family and your friends as well to see what can we do as a people, as a nation to bring uh, wealth and to bring increase of strength and so forth and things that we've discussed today. And if you're watching this on, on our Instagram page, share it as well, like it and support the movement. We're, we're here all about empowerment, especially empowerment of men. So thank you guys once again for joining us this week. Um, for the team, the best team in the in the ends. Your best team in the ends. Thank you guys once again for joining in. Um, and I know we are, we were talking about exciting things next week that's going to shake the ground. So guys, have shake. an incredible, incredible. It's going to shake the ground. Yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be a, a a topic, a topic, a great one, a great one. Um, but yeah, so we so guys, so tune in for that and um, incredible once again for incredible discussion today, guys. Thank you. Um, for tonight and let's all go have an incredible evening and tomorrow is another day that we are going to find. Yeah. All right guys. God bless you guys. All right, God bless you guys. Have a great evening.